A tech icon is murdered in the streets of San Francisco. Donald Trump is arraigned in the Manhattan court. Astronauts are headed back to the moon while Mattress Mac, well, he's making a big bet on the Astros. And OPEC slashes oil production, and we'll talk about what that means for you this summer. What's up, guys? Welcome to The Wrap-Up, where we break down the biggest stories of the week that you might have missed, but definitely need to know. Early Tuesday morning, Bob Lee, the creator of Cash App, was fatally stabbed on the streets of San Francisco in a horrific act of violence. Lee was only 43 years old. The attack took place in the up-and-coming area of Rankin Hill, and according to Lee's friend Jake Shields, Lee was attacked while walking, quote, he was in the good part of the city and appeared to have been targeted in a random mugging. Now, video for a surveillance camera in the area has emerged, which shows Lee walking up an empty street as he clutches his side, leaving a trail of blood behind him. Police arrived about six minutes later, finding him unconscious. He was transported to a local hospital and died shortly after. Police Chief Bill Scott said in a statement, quote, There is no place for this kind of violent crime against anyone in our city. But Lee's death comes amidst a groundswell of worry among city residents about public safety and rising violent crime. Since the beginning of this year, there have been 12 homicides in the city. This time last year, there had only been 10. This has prompted a pledge by San Francisco Mayor London Breed to crack down on crime. In a social media post, Lee's father had this to say about his son. Quote, Bobby worked harder than anyone and was the smartest person I've ever known. He will be missed by all those that knew him. Our thoughts are with Lee's wife and children. This week earned a permanent place in the history books when on Tuesday, former president and current leader of the opposition party, Donald J. Trump became the first president to be indicted in a criminal proceeding. Now, on Monday, the former president traveled from Mar-a-Lago to New York City. And on Tuesday, he appeared in a courtroom to be arraigned on 34 counts, yes, 34 counts of falsifying business records, charges that would typically be classified as misdemeanors, but were upgraded to felonies at the discretion of Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. In the Court of Public Opinion, a Rasmussen survey found that voters remain split when it comes to whether they believe that Trump actually committed the crimes to justify a prosecution. As 51% believe it is at least somewhat likely, and 45% believe it is at least not very likely at all. Committee Chairman Jim Jordan escalated Republicans' investigation into the Manhattan DA's indictment. And on Thursday, Jordan subpoenaed former Special Assistant Mark Pomerantz, who resigned from Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office in February 2022, to appear before the committee for a deposition on April 20th. Now, we're headed back to the moon, guys, and this time, for real. Just kidding. On Monday, NASA announced that the crew members for the Artemis II mission will be Christina Hammock Koch, Victor Glover, and Reed Weissman, and also Canadian astronaut as well, Jeremy Hansen. Now, the crew will spend up to 21 days aboard an Orion space capsule that will orbit the Earth before touring the moon and splashing down in the Pacific Ocean. Now, while this crew won't physically land on the moon, it will orbit it and represents the first effort in decades to land humans on the moon. And if the program stays on track, well, it should launch in November 2024 and will be the first time that humans have flown to the moon since 1972. Now, members of the crew already have impressive resumes. Wiseman is a Navy test pilot who flew the F-35 Lightning II program. Canadian Hansen is a fighter pilot and Coke, well, is best known for the longest stay in space by a female astronaut ever. Now, if successful, this mission will pave the way for Artemis III that hopes to put a crew on the moon, the actual moon, 
in 2035. Now, from astronauts to Houston Astros, or at least the man who bets big on them. James McEnvall, better known as Mattress Mac Baby, made headlines this past week when he placed a whopping $1.9 million bet on the Houston Astros to run it back and win the World Series yet again this year. Now, does that name not ring a bell? Well, if you're not a Houstonian or a sports enthusiast like me, maybe I could see why. But in 2022, Mac made history after winning $75 million, and that's not chump change, the largest sports bet payout in history after successfully predicting that the Astros win it all. And last weekend, actually, I traveled to Houston to sit down with Mattress Mac and discuss a side of him that folks might be less familiar with, Patriot Mac. Now, he's not only making bets on sports scenes, he's also betting on America. Here's a sneak peek of that interview. So that's what we're trying to do is help people discover the immense talent in them and it is in everybody. I don't care if they're autistic. I don't care if they uh, have Down syndrome, what their condition in life is. There's something special God put in them and our job is to help them find it and realize it and, and relish in the fact that work indeed is life's greatest therapy. I think they should play the game and leave the politics out of it. That's what I think. Play the game, leave the politics out of it. People come out there to be entertained. They'll come out there to talk about politics and wokeness and this and that. So guys, be sure to stay tuned on PragerU.com and be sure to download the PragerU app if you haven't already, because we'll be dropping there exclusively next week. Well, guys, it's time for your news to know. Let's get into it. If you're looking forward to a summer of low gas prices, don't hold your breath. In a recent announcement, OPEC unveiled its plans to slash oil production by more than 1 million barrels a day, cutting supply at a time of increasing demand. And we all know what that means. Higher prices for you and me at the pump. And while oil prices did fall last month to $70, the lowest they've been in 15 months, this move threatens to jeopardize all of that. The U.S. is far more dependent on oil from OPEC nations after cutting 800,000 barrels a day coming in from Canada by canceling the Keystone Pipeline, as well as cutting production on public lands at well over a million barrels per day. Now, the head of investment at Pickering Energy Partners predicted that OPEC's move, well, it could increase the price per barrel by $10 almost immediately. And this will lead to pay not only at the pump, but across the board. Our oil prices contribute to inflation directly and by increasing the cost of inputs. Now, NBC reported that prices are likely to rise on everything. I mean, I'm talking about meat, grain, eggs, and dairy products to even moisturizer and medicine. Now, this news wasn't met with much excitement and glee from the Biden administration, understandably so, who worried that it could inadvertently aid Russia. On Tuesday's broadcast of the Fox Business Network's Cudlow, host Larry Cudlow, reacted to the announced oil production cut by OPEC Plus by stating that Saudi Arabia and Russia will are, quote, equal partners in the production cut and will help to line Vladimir Putin's pockets. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. But in the meantime, be sure to check out PragerU.com and download the PragerU app where you can get the wrap up every single Friday. I'll see you guys next week. Have a great and safe weekend. Hey, guys, I'm CJ Peterson. To keep videos like this free, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution today right here on PragerU.com.